Reseller Clickbait Podcast, Episode 13. Now, did you check your calendar to make sure it's Episode 13? <laughs> it is. Sure this is the correct date for Episode 13. Yes, I uh, I have a made an error in a date <laughs> that we put out there in this week's podcast in Episode 12. Do you keep a calendar at all, or is it all in here? Well, in it's mostly in my head. It's it's yeah most mostly in my head. I that do not keep a formal calendar, but uh, apparently I should because <laughs> I'm going to send a lot of visitors to the Nashville Flippers podcast. Oh, I got this it now. Time. Strategy, keep going. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. See, See you so, strategize. You tricked everybody. We had talked about the reseller draft that we're doing with the Nashville Flippers, uh, yep. and I I put out there that the date was the 24th of july here this coming weekend and really i think in all actuality it is the 31st the last weekend of the month i got confused who's gonna be on their show on the fourth well see i got confused that that's the date that 10 ssk promo i smell is the special guest on the nashville flippers that week so you know, so there's no reason not to tune to their podcast to see a draft. Oops, it happens the day you're on. The- I got Which, it. Uh, you know, we're we're recording this, and so I will have already done the show before this podcast comes out. So oh, that's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go out on a limb and say it's probably actually was their best show ever that they've had. I mean, when you get a guest the caliber of you know W R Hart. W. Mr. Bill on your show, how could it not be a success? So, so to uh, clarify, even though this will be yes. out too late, the draft is still coming up. It's still at, at the end of the month, he keeps saying, which I think is the 31st of July. So don't okay. quote me on that. You should show yeah, up and, and watch Just their show. Their, yeah, go to all their shows. Just watch all their shows anyway, and you're not going to miss it. But, uh, <laughs> and, but especially this Sunday, I'm sure, you know. Everybody that is anybody will be watching. I'm sure of that. Any everybody that is anybody that wanted to see a draft will be there. And <laughs> yeah. Instead, they're going to get to listen to you talk. What do you? What do you? Th- uh oh, froze on my end. But I think we're good. We're just going to keep rolling yep. with it. Um, yeah, look good here. <laughs> so I'm August looking forward. Thirty first is the August, draft. No, not August. July thirty first. July thirty first. Now who's spreading propaganda out there, Jimmy? Sorry, July thirty first. <laughs> So just you. check your local testing. listings and see yeah. when that comes up. Follow there's Flippers. a draft coming up on Ray and Dustin the podcast, the Nashville Flippers. We don't know exactly what date. We don't even know if we're even part of it anymore. After, but I'm sure we'll clarify things this weekend when I'm on the show. I'll go. make sure that I clarify and I will. I'll put out apologies. I'll, I'll tell them, you know, since you always take credit that it was your idea that you actually gave me. The draft was my idea. <laughs> the draft was your and the date. And the wrong date. date of the 24th yeah. was yours. So, <laughs> well, 13, 13 episodes. Got a baker's dozen in here. Now, baker's so, dozen. Yeah. So fun now, fact, you know what a baker's dozen is or where it came from. I think I used to know, but it's basically kind of like in a nutshell. I don't. <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell, you don't have a clue. <laughs> in a nutshell, I, in a, in a, it's something to do with donuts or something. Well, it it started back. Here we go. Fun fact: It started back in medieval England times. Medieval England. Medieval. Times. So you know that was like I think it was a Thursday. Actually, it was a Thursday <laughs> is when it started. 
And it had to do with uh, back then the the bakers were shorting people on their dozen. They were making smaller loaves of bread and not giving people their money's worth. So there was a law enacted that they would have to meet a certain weight requirement of what did a dozen have? Well, because that's how people bought were buying the loaves of bread and and that I guess I don't know I didn't investigate they were it that buying far. A dozen slices it had to weigh twelve. Well, it was on a dozen loaves, and they would, and so they instructed like severe penalties if you were caught shortchanging people on your dozen. So all of the bakers started to throw in that extra loaf, so they didn't get into trouble. They would make sure that they weren't going to miss the weight requirement. It just meant you got an extra donut in your dozen donuts. These days, that's that's how it is, and I'm good with that because I mean, what's better than a dozen donuts? An extra donut, thirteen donuts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> never met a donut that I didn't like. Uh, I don't like jelly filled donut. Not my favorite, but if that's what's offered, no, I'm I don't eating a jelly filled. What is your favorite donut? I like a Boston cream filled donut. With the with chocolate on the top, yeah, yeah, Boston or Bavarian cream, I or, think is similar. Yeah, the yeah, Boston cream. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. I and actually then, uh, will not eat a jelly fill. Not even gonna eat it. Just gonna push it on to the next person. You go to the box, and all that's left is one jelly donut. You haven't had that donut yet today. You're done. What do you mean? I don't like. Wow. I actually do not like. I know it's a, it's it's shocking to hear that I don't like a donut, <laughs> but I don't. Just like I don't like apple pie. I know. You're shocked. Uh, I, I was going to say my second favorite donut is Dunkin' Donuts has uh, like an apple filled, no, like an, a spice, no, like a cinnamon no. on the outside and an apple filled. Oh, no. And that, no, can, no, no, thanks. Man, I should go to Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> right now. I'm going to buy donuts next week. Next week for the show, I'll have donuts. and what, what, I'll just How's that going to work? How about you well, wait till I'm out there? Because we'll probably have to record an episode. Oh, that's true. That could be the donut extravaganza show we i'll get an array of donuts and we'll sample all of them because i'm gonna bring like my password and everything out there so we can set up record out there we're gonna have to right yes yeah to be on schedule and we'll have to figure that out while you're at 127 as well yeah so i'm gonna have to give send you're gonna get have to get the stream yard information and before i get there yes you're gonna have to be sitting in the driver's seat pretty (laughs) scary stuff hold on see can i just (laughs) push it now look there you are now. Oh, there. Hey, practice, look at this. Practice makes perfect. I feel, I feel, imp- I feel like you, you use your GPS a lot when like you go around the yard sales. Yeah. I always feel I put in that address and when you get there, it says you have arrived. And I just, <laughs> I always feel like, like I am somebody at that point. So I like to go to several sales in a day. It's kind of like a, you know, a, a, a daily affirmation. You have arrived. Well, now on StreamYard and in this podcast, I've arrived. So for those of you listening that haven't watched YouTube, I got switched from the right-hand side to the left-hand side of the screen, which is the driver's seat. Yes. And so. He is sort of a big deal now. Which is basically an insurance nightmare anytime you put me in the uh, <laughs> in the driver's seat. <laughs> Speaking of being in the driver's seat and a terrible segue that I'm going to use, I drove down with Len 5280 Find to the yes. Colorado Springs for a little get together this last weekend uh, into Monday. Yeah, and I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We got, I got to meet a couple pretty cool people. Obviously, I've met Kristen, Real Squirrel, before she was there. 
Um, Liz at a, a Colorado Reworn. Um, and then a couple new people. Uh, Crystal, her brother is a YouTuber. He's the Flippin' Hustler, uh, Todd, who I've known for a while. I didn't even know. Oh, him. yeah. Talked to her for a while. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then, but we went to the bins, and that's what I really want to talk about. Okay. We know I'm not the hugest fan. Yes. But I've been this to Colorado know. Springs bins once before, and this was not how it was when I went there. Okay. This second time I went, there was like a production or a processing team there, like a team processing the stuff that they pulled out of the now, bins. Were they employees of, that think, were processing? I think they worked for somebody. I really do think Oh, they, they were another reseller. Yeah, like not they didn't work for Goodwill. I think okay. they worked for like maybe a flea market seller or somebody that uh. sells the stuff had people in the bins working for them. I feel that way. I can't confirm it. Yeah. But they all had these totes, right? And they would go over and when they would bring out fresh bins, all five of these guys would just take their totes and just throw stuff into them. Just okay. throw as fast as they could. I mean, they had an eye for they were keep they weren't just grabbing anything. They had kind yeah. of an eye, but they would just fill their totes up and then after the after they filled up their totes, they would go over to this little area that they sit up set up. And they had like I don't know what you call those crates, but they're like tall crates, and they have an opening like a, a U-shaped opening in the front of them, like a big plastic. Gaylord sorta. Yeah, yeah, but it's plastic. So, okay. anyways, they set those up to make like a little room in the corner of the building. Okay, and then they had a a couple bicycles that in the op- they left an opening where they could go into their little room they made, and then they had a couple bicycles that they would pull together. <laughs> So they would bring these two bikes together to like close the doors on their little room. Yeah. And they so after they had their full totes after the fresh bins came out, all of them would go back into their back room where they had bigger totes set up and they're processing the stuff like they're putting the toys with the toys and the the electronics with the electronics and they're putting like the kitchen appliances with I mean yeah. and it was just like and the so when I went outside, to, I went outside to walk to the gas station to get a drink. They they had a big truck out there, and they were all taking their lunch break in the back of the truck. <laughs> it was a, it was definitely a huge set, like set you know setup yeah processing faci- you know s- they must have some sort of deal with Goodwill. I've never actually been to a a true Goodwill bins. My local Goodwill had like some bins for they called it a pop-up sale for for a little while yeah but i mean everybody i watch on youtube talks about how strict the goodwill is you can't go until they've put out the bins you can't film you can't there's so many rules to follow i'm surprised they're letting these guys i i thought the same thing. i thought that was so weird that nobody's and like they they like owned the place like it was like they owned the place like they were yeah. the, they were the they were the shot callers around there and well, next time you're in the market for bicycles, just go buy their doors from them. <laughs> just start wheeling the bicycle or, or ride it around in the store. Like they had like camping chairs set up in that room. I call it a room. It was just wall made up walls. Yeah. But like they, they had camping chairs set up in there for their while they're processing, they're sitting down and stuff. It was interesting. Never seen anything like it. First of all, the fact that this bins has enough room for them to do that. Most bins locations yeah. I've been to don't have the room, but there's there's a spot in that building where they were able to set that up, and nobody said anything to them. Nobody, they just kind of left them alone to do their thing. I just wonder, did you like, find anything good at the bins? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, 
Ah, so kind of a bust all the way around. Well, those guys had it all in the back room. Yeah, well, I'm not lying. Those guys, they were very aggressive. You know, they were they would like grab stuff. I mean, they would just throw yeah. it. Like they would throw it. Sometimes they'd miss their bins. Like their bin was on the floor. They'd miss it and they'd just go on the floor. Whatever. They didn't care. Like it was. I don't know how who taught them or told them what to to grab and take. You know, put in their. But like they knew what they were looking for. They were pretty. It was pretty crazy. It was interesting. I just wonder how much money is being made with that. Yeah. You know, with that setup. Is there some, is there a boss? Do they have a boss that's running the show? A guy that pays them an hourly wage or something. And then he goes and sells the stuff. I don't know. Is that a thing? Let us know in the comments. If you guys ever heard anything about that. It was very interesting. Me and Len, 5285s, we were both just like, what's going on here? Like, is this, <laughs> like, are this, is this their job? Like, do they work for somebody? It was interesting. Yeah. That's uh that is an odd situation for sure that again that the goodwill bins would even let that that go on unless somehow they were affiliated with with them maybe they were that stuff comes in raw and they're pulling out the stuff no, to put on goodwill like shop goodwill no, or whatever they definitely were not goodwill not goodwill employees huh they, that much i can say with confidence they did not work for goodwill that's kooky but your videos look fun it looked like you had a good day yeah it was fun out with everybody and meeting everybody and yeah, we went and had lunch. We had like a little meetup that Liz at Colorado Reworn set up, yes. talked talk about some things. That's something we need to talk about. Have you heard about this change to the shipping to Germany? Uh, yeah, I heard some folks talking about it. That We should talk about We should learn more about that. We yeah. should learn more about that before we talk. Something <laughs> about like literally you have to. Use like recyclable materials box, and you, yeah, and you have to certify it, and you have to use like a third party company to do that. Now, Basically, I assume that I it, if you're on if you're doing international shipping on your own and you're not using the global shipping program, or do you have to do it if you're I've using been global told shipping? That you should just until you learn more about it. I was told turn off shipping to Germany because global shipping program is not taking care of it right now either. Now I don't. That's what that's the advice I was given. So it's advice yeah. that I was given to go into my eBay and there's a way to turn off sales to Germany. Yeah. Till it's figured out, they recommended I do that because there's people out there that have gone through the global shipping program that weren't set up and have had issues. Still had problems. Well, that's that's good to know. I'll look into that. We'll talk about it more next week. I'll try to yeah. learn more about it because I just found out about this last week and I haven't looked yet. Um, but everybody was to everybody was telling me, yeah, yeah, you might want to turn off Germany as an option. I will, I will look into that. Uh, hopefully, Australia is not a problem. I did ship an international uh, stuffed animal to Australia. Stuff to Australia. I don't sell a lot of stuff international. I don't have everything on my store. International is mostly just like the plush sort of items. I was experience, you know, getting trying to get some experience, and I've only shipped like three or four yeah. internationally. And with the global shipping program, I think the person paid like eleven bucks for this plush, and then like eighteen or something just to get it shipped there. It's like so had like thirty man, bucks. I can't, I can't roll with that. There we go. Hey, now oh, we look. Now it looks I, right. I'm I just bored. got demoted. Yeah, you got back on the right side. Sorry, bud. Yeah, right so that's something that you know. If we're talking, if we are a reseller podcast and we're talking reseller yes. stuff, that's something we should learn more about because it sounds pretty important. 
because that was yes. something that, that they brought up that we were talking about in the get together was that we got on to talking about whatnot. My <laughs> favorite subject to talk about is whatnot because I have I don't want to talk about my bad experiences. I don't want to. Jimmy has no lost love for the whatnot. But I when I have I have when people ask me I have to say I've had bad experiences. Not any not any. The customer service has been great. The, the, yeah. I think the platform's really good. I think you know the the internet connection. I haven't had any issues with that. Not a lot of bugs. It's just been the sales. I have not. Yeah. So we talked about that, and I told them how I my opinion on it. So we talked about that. It was it was it was pretty informative though. And I got some. I got a Sonia hat. Len got a eBay coffee mug. Oh, cool. It's kind of we're sort of big deals. I picked up a couple of eBay tote bags. Um, I don't know, like a, about now, what, the size. Wait, what exactly is a tote bag? Well, if you have an abundance of tote, it's a bag that you would put it in. I, <laughs> I mean, I know. I don't even know what tote is. And I know what you don't know what a tote is. Like, I don't. Well, I know what a tote is. I don't know what tote is though. What you would tote around in a bag? It's like a little. It looks like a bag that you might have got at a conference or something with EPA. You got a bag. It's a little like is it got plastic size on the inside or no, no, just a well a carry a shoulder bag. uh, I don't know a tote bag. A tote bag. You're busting my balls here, Jimmy. Over syntax. I I, want to learn. I always want to learn something new, so I don't know what a tote bag is. I want to know if I should keep an eye out for tote bag. Zippered, zippered case i don't know it's about the size of like a laptop bag has the ebay logo embroidered in the side but i know that i'm describing this particular bag but not tote bags in general maybe tote bags don't exist they might not they may be a mythical (laughs) creature (laughs) i'm just you know i don't want to i don't want to say you're wrong or call you out on you are you looking it up right now are you googling i am tote bag tote bag a large bag used for carrying a number of items. Well, that's real specific. That's that's really simple. narrows it down. That's just uh So an IKEA bag is a tote bag. An IKEA bag could be yes. I mean, under that to- definition, yeah. it is. See, what is it? a tote bag? Is a large and often unfastened bag with parallel <laughs> handles that emerge from the sides of its. Ouch. So an IKEA bag is a tote bag. Is a tote bag. What you're describing is not a tote bag. Well, yeah, because mine's zippered and has zippered, a strap for carrying. <laughs> so, hey, okay. I'm glad you looked that up. Ooh. Hey, yes. You never know. You you never know what you're going to learn over here on the reseller Clay podcast. I would put that thing up on eBay and I would put it that it was a tote bag. Could be a return. And I would have a. I'd get an INAD item yeah. not as described. Yeah, For ahead. those of you who do not know what an INAD yeah. is. I had a Vero. Ooh, first one in a long That's here. Do tell. Not, a, not any big deal. Like, I didn't get in trouble. They just took the listing down. I bought this T-shirt last week. A big, like, all-over print set up. Is it Darth Maul by any chance? It is not Darth Maul. Okay. I it, was. it wasn't <laughs> worth nearly as much as a Darth Maul. It's a, um explicit content, explicit lyric shirt. Okay. And it says it, it looks like the whole shirt is that. Apparently... And this, I it was it was less listed less than twenty four hours, so it's probably like Velcro, and it was vetoed by the recording industry. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay. So they have like a trademark or whatever yeah. on that logo, so you cannot sell that logo. Uh-huh. 
like so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a, a Vero on the brand. The brand was like Rocksmith. Okay. The Vero came from the Recording Academy Institute or something like that. And I was not allowed to sell that logo. Like, so how much were you, did you have it listed for? Like fifty bucks. Okay. Now, will you take that to another platform and try to sell it, or I don't, I don't have any other platforms. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my part of not mm-hmm. having more platforms. Is I want, I want to bring that up. Look, let me see if I can find the message, and Ooh, I'll tell you exactly okay. who sent the. Your listing here. Your listing removed. The recording industry. The Recording Industry Association of America. I say the RIAA. Yeah, yeah they're the ones that okay. had it removed because of the logo. Rocksmith Parental Advisory Explicit Content All Over Print T-shirt. They took that down. Huh. Because, and it, you know, I like I was like Rocksmith. Yeah. Why does Rocksmith? And then I saw no, it was the actual R A what L M N O P Q R A I I. They're the ones that took it down, and because they have a trademark on that logo or whatever. Okay. Wow. So, hey, good to know. Now, is that your first Vero that you've ever had? No, I've had other ones. Uh, okay. You know, it's so weird. Like we're going. You're, you know, I'm you're glad a bit we shady, a Jimmy. You're gonna try I'm to. Glad we found a good topic to talk about, and I'm yes. glad that it's because I had a Vero. Yes. Because it was kind of like I've never used Velcro, but I've heard Velcro gets taken down pretty quick. This yes. got taken down pretty dang quick. I've had other Vero's that were up eight, nine, ten days. Uh, my other biggest one that I've had that, and it's like a mixed. People get mixed results on this. Is Whirlpool. I got Vero yeah. for Whirlpool twice. So, in my opinion, and that's from my experiences, I will never list a Whirlpool water filter again because I got dinged on it twice. I don't want, I, I'm afraid th- three times and I'm out. Yeah. So, it, I will never list a Whirlpool water filter again because I've been Vero'd on it twice now. Uh, that's um, good to know. And early on, it wasn't a Vero, but my only suspension I ever got on eBay was early on. It was, I was, and this is another one with mixed results. I was selling video games and I had Nintendo, I had a stack of NES games. Yes. And I decided to do a variations on it. Okay. A lot of people on eBay sell their video games in variations. Yes. Where it's one listing and then they select the drop down. Here's what I think is the weirdest thing about it. Okay. When you go to create your variations for Nintendo games, mm-hmm. it has a list of all the games in the variation listings. Like you can just select the different games. You don't have to type it in. Like you just yeah. select your game and then you create the variations listing. Okay. I had it going for pro I'm not I probably had that listing up for five months. I get a message. You've been suspended from listing for three days. You cannot list on eBay for three days. Because of an illegal, you know, illegal or unallowed variations listing on these Nintendo games. Yeah. And I called them and talked to them, and they were like, yeah, you can't. Variations is for size or color or whatever only. Like, you can't. I was like, yeah, but there's list. You go right now. There's variation listings for video games right now. Yeah. People have. It's all over eBay. And they provided the list, right, that you chose from. So, like. Apparently it's allowed, but it's not allowed. I don't understand because I got suspended. So again, I'm never going to do it again. They slapped yeah. me on the wrist really hard that time. Never going to do it again. But it's people are doing it all over eBay, and I know other people that have been been suspended for that same reason. But I also know people that tell me I'm basically full of crap for saying that because they do it all the time. And I'm like, I'm, again, this is my experience. It's what happened to me. Now that's been yeah. two years ago. But I'm 
I'll tell you what, I'm not going to risk it again. Yeah, because that could be difficult if, you know, you're, you know, being a full-time reseller and your yeah. livelihood is that not being able to list, get suspended for, you know, three days, you can weather that. But, you know, you get see some of these people that are off for 30 days, you know, yeah. a week, what, 10 days. So it's just weird how, but I think that's the story of you. Yeah. There's a lot of inconsistency. A lot of people say, well, you know, the whole shipping to the address when they ask you to change their address because they had the wrong address. I used to keep an email that I got from eBay that said in the email from eBay in my messaging on eBay said you will be covered as long as the address change was asked and requested within our eBay messenger and the new address was in our messenger. Yeah. You can change the address to the requested address. Now don't do that because I had Another case later down the road, because I had started doing that because I got a message from eBay saying, go ahead and do that. Later on, I had the same thing happen. Person said they never got it. They had me change the address. eBay would not cover me. I even sent eBay that email that they sent me. Yeah. And they, and they still they... would not cover me. So they said that they, that of course, they're going to say, you know, well, that, that, that email is outdated and that policy has changed. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So... My point is, like, there's so many mis- mixed things and so many things that it's just, like, so inconsistent. Anyways, again, those are my experiences, people that are yeah. listening, folks that are listening. Those are just my experiences. If you've experienced something different, I recommend going with what you've experienced. But that those are facts. Those are things that have happened to me. Or if you're, you know, you're watching here and you throw it in the comments. Let's see what yeah. other people's issues are. Maybe we'll address them at, at some point, see if we've. Yeah, experience like the same thing. People's and people's Tell us about yeah. some Vero's. So now I know explicit lyric logo is not allowed. We all know about Velcro, and I know about Whirlpool. So yeah, pretty for those stuff. of you that might not know what a Vero is, because I still see that a lot in chats. You know what's that? It it stands for Verified Rights Owner Program. Certain companies like the trademark names of uh, Velcro and Whirlpool and other names, they don't want you to sell their products on other platforms or on eBay. Or use their so, trademark. Like Velcro doesn't want you to use their words. Yes. So you can put, you know, hook and loop. Uh, that's the type of fastener and that gets you around it. I almost, I escaped a Vero once when I first started. I did not know that the, uh, like the beach body, like the P90X and some of those. And I had acquired one of those and I listed it. And I mean, almost immediately it sold, it was gone. So it wasn't up on eBay long enough for anybody to to catch it. I've heard stories of people listing that on a Friday night. (laughs) Yeah. So So, yeah. They'll make it. Through, hopefully, it'll sell through the weekend. Yeah, and it, and and I, of course I didn't know, and that would have been early on that I could have had, you know, could have had a, a problem. But right. yeah, if you've had a Vero or something like that, throw it down in the comments, and and we'll see. Get some dialogue going. You know what's driving me nuts right now with with eBay? I I like to have my when you look at your like your your. Uh, seller level and like say I'm top rated and and all of that stuff and you have your tracking upload time. Oh yeah. And mine has been a hundred percent for oh, forever. It, well, one time it dropped below because I was a nice guy and I got dinged on it. Because uh, they asked you not to ship it right away, right? Well, no. What happened is once I got into when I saw the the lady that sold it, it was that this last Christmas or she didn't sell it, I sold it to her. Um, she was from 
uh, the next town over. And so I offered her a chance to pick it up. And turns out she worked in my town just right around the corner, like two doors down from my Goodwill. It's like, hey, I'm going to be at Goodwill. I'll just drop it off. I still went ahead and bought and paid for the label, which she was okay with. And I dropped it off, but the tracking never got uploaded. Yeah. So I got dinged for that. And it eventually came off. But this new one where I'm down, it drives me nuts because the person bought it, paid for it. I printed the label. And I hadn't even taken it to the post office yet. It was the same morning. They put in for a return. They wanted to return the item, and it hadn't even scanned with the post office yet and shipped out as soon as they got my thing. It's like, well, what am I supposed to do about that? And and so, you know, through the eBay message system, I I discussed it with the customer. This and I was – I gave – I tried to get them to do that, but then I'm also under that. I got one day handling time. I'm going to, you know, get, I've already printed the label. And so, you know, I gave them, I gave them a refund and, and I canceled the stuff, but I still got a ding for my tracking upload time. So I want to say with you saying that my experience with that tracking upload time, one thing I will say with eBay, because I had the big issue with the Pokemon quite a while ago with the whole new tracking system that brought mine really close dropping below hot top rated seller. Okay. Now, when I worked for that company selling on eBay, we did drop below that because of mistakes made by the post office and stuff. Yeah. And I will tell you, once you drop below top rated, eBay will help you as much as they won't really? help you before that though. Like if you're, huh. if you're not, if you haven't dropped out of top rated, they'll be like, uh, we really, and I kind of get it. Their attitude is like, yeah, we don't really care unless you've dropped. Yeah. Because you're yeah. still top rated. You're still fine. Yes. You're still getting. I can see that. Once, yeah. Once you drop below, though, they helped us a lot. The company I work I mean, they went in there and we reviewed all of them and we told them what happened on all of them and they dropped like seven of them and it brought us back. And we never, and because there's a 30 day period. We never dropped below because they fixed it before the next yeah. time. And because even if you, if your numbers drop below, it has to stay yeah. that way to the next time. You know. Yes. So the, you don't lose top rated right away. I'm I'm not. Yeah, I'm not in any danger of losing top yeah. rated right now with one one item in the whole time. But uh, it's painful I when I don't see a hundred percent. I used to worry about that more, and I don't as much. But I, I don't be mean. perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, not all of us. Can. <laughs> We're not Speaking all of, Jimmy. Now I had yeah. this. Talking about Vero stuff, yes. I just came up with an idea, a really okay. good a, a topic that maybe we could talk about next week. Okay. Real life Vero. Now, hear me out. Okay. You, what we're going to talk about is <laughs> like, let's make up real life Vero claim. I have, okay. a perfect, I have a perfect example of a Vero claim that should have happened in real life. Okay. A guy in his, I don't know how old are you? Oh, we'll say. Early 50s, 50s. A guy in his fifties decides to go to a rock and roll concert. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I know where you're a going. Guy in, a, in his fifties decides to go to a heavy metal rock and roll concert, right? And he decides <laughs> to wear a bright lime green polo shirt <laughs> to that concert. You know, you got corn and disturbed and all these heavy metal. Uh, and he decides to show up in a lime green. What? Polo okay. shirt. He should be vero out of that concert. I should. They should have <laughs> kicked me out. Well, okay. 
here's what I didn't just decide to wear a lime green polo shirt to a, a, a rock concert. It, it was called story. Great. If anybody wants to look that up, the ink carceration uh, was a, a three day <laughs> music festival. I need a shirt. I need a picture of you in that green polo. Okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, a this pit. should be in a mosh pit or <laughs> concert. Oh, I have a little video of me uh, standing by the no moshing, no moshing sign, you know, and just kind of <laughs> patting my bald head. That's awesome. All right. Uh, the incarceration was a, a cool, it's a three day music festival with uh, Jimmy had already mentioned corn, Papa Roach, three days, grace, disturbed, seether, all these, you know, kind of heavier, yeah, yeah. heavier bands, um, three stages. And it's held at the, I always call it the, the Shawshank prison. It's the yeah. Ohio yeah. state reformatory where they it's held the, the where they filmed Shawshank movie. And, uh, but I was there as a volunteer with the local, I think I mentioned that convention and visitors bureau, but as I'm walking around and I'm seeing all, when you started to bring up your, your shirt that got vetoed yeah, yeah. for explicit uh, language and stuff on the show, you want to see explicit language on t-shirts, go to this, go yeah, to I, this. I, I uh, sold most of those t-shirts, by the way. And uh, <laughs> you've sold most of those. No, I, would, if I, could, <laughs> I mean, as resellers, I'm surprised you didn't offer to buy some people's t-shirts. Oh, there was some, there were some cool ones. There were. Uh, Lots of explicit lang- explicit ones, you know, with f- cool sayings on them, but a lot of vintage concert shirts yeah. uh, would just be cool. And, you know, i got to say, too, you know, a lot of ladies with barely any shirts on at all. Uh, for the- that was a thing. Yeah, I went to enough corn concerts to know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I think the highlight of that that whole day, though. So I was I was a volunteer and that the, the uniform for the was the lime green shirt, but it just struck me funny seeing this whole crowd and how, what a sore thumb I look like. So he actually out. did get Vero'd out of there because he didn't even stay. I did. Late. He went to bed. Oh, he went I'm old, Jimmy. I was, I was home before Corn even took the stage that night. I Man, I told you they put on a good show. You missed a great show. I, I probably, I did get to see a lot of, a lot of good bands uh, that I have no idea who they are. Uh, probably the one that after our shift was over, um, Daughtry. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with Daughtry? Yeah, the on, like, guy American won Idol. American Idol. Yeah. Or no, and, he didn't win it, but he yeah, he finished he second to like yeah, yeah. Taylor Hicks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Where's that guy nowadays? Uh, so we we stuck around after our shift and watched Daughtry's show. That was cool. And then after that, the cool thing was uh, through some connections that that I have, which would be Jill. Uh, we got to go up. They have a few, I always tease that they're machine gun nests over top of the, the crowd, but we got to go up in the, the scissor lift where one of the SWAT teams are. Oh, that's awesome. They got their big 50 cow, you know, guns and they're overlooking the crowd. Jeez. And uh, so we got to, to go up in the scissor lift and see nice. uh, kind of the concert and, and the, the crowd and, you know, overlook the prison. Just just a really cool day all all the way around. Just up there sticking out like a green Yeah. Now now, now not only am I got a lime green polo shirt, now I'm fifty feet in the air. Like a beacon. That guy's selling selling popsicles up there. <laughs> making balloon animals for the making balloon animals. <laughs> 
for the security team. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. When you some you did an Instagram post about that, right? With the, yes, I, like, I did. Get him out of there. Where's the security? Security, get him out of there. Yeah, I did get a lot of a lot of looks as far as like who's this guy? Who's Grandpa? Hey, Grandpa. Your lime green shirt. Um, uh, dude, if you would have gotten the mosh pit with that line, were there even mosh pits? It's kind of that crowd's getting that those that crowd's getting a little bit older. Like that's my era. Yeah, there was uh I didn't really see a lot of mosh pits. Uh I did see a lot of uh crowd surfing, a lot of people, you know, riding, you know, younger ladies riding across the top of the crowd, of course. Uh and yeah, overall for the type of music and the style, it was it's a pretty well-behaved crowd i mean they get they get raucous and right. and you can uh definitely if you hang out in the right areas you're going to get that contact buzz from uh yeah, yeah. Yep. Gotcha. But, uh, it's uh well, i mean that's a, yeah i mean i remember again in the 90s it was how many mosh pits were there not was there a mosh pit? yeah yeah it was uh it's a great show though it's a great time but yeah, I mean, now, you I mean, Daughtry wouldn't have a mosh pit. I don't know if he's no, still around, Yeah, so. he was a little bit out of place and, and was, although his music was. There was heavy, one a guy in a lime excited. green shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just clapping slow. Just, I got took. Well, you know, I would have been in a mosh pit, but it's hard to get a walker, you know, up through the crowd. <laughs> I am my own mosh pit. <laughs> No, that's one man pit. We were supposed to talk about the 127. Do you want to talk about yeah. 127 at all? You were Next well, week I t- will definitely be the week we have to talk about it because then we'll only yes. be like just, we'll, be well by it. the time the next episode comes out, we will already be at the 127. Yeah, so we have to So yeah. you you told me last week you were putting me on the spot. Am I going? What am I doing? And I am Still undecided. Still not going to answer. I'm still not going to answer. You know, I don't want to spoil. You got to have a teaser for the next episode because right. I know everybody out there is dying to know is Ken going to show up at the 127, maybe even show up at the the trash to cash barbecue bash. The old barbecue bash. That sounds. That's on Friday evening of the 127. Now I am looking at it, so I know my date is right. All right. Well, you do- know, not like the whole debacle with the the draft friday august 5th when it is down in crossville tennessee go check it out if you follow or trash to cash find their instagram page there's there's a link to register for the barbecue bash with trash to cash i know kevin dave and carrie will be there uh jimmy's gonna be there i will be there i'm already registered i'm going he is going and possibly ken hell maybe maybe ken won't show up Maybe El Luchador will show up. Or maybe W.R. Hart will be there. W.R. Hart. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Like, those guys are awesome. I love their I love their podcast. Yeah. I love what each one of them are doing individually on their own channels and their social media. And I just can't wait to hopefully be able to hang out with them a little bit. Obviously, Tim over the years, Eric OBX, Picker, Chris, old school Picker. Those are guys I'm really looking forward to hanging out with. Um, guys that I've been talking to on social media and YouTube for a long time. And then obviously, even if you don't go after the, the 127, yeah. I'm going up to Ohio to meet up with uh, John Cincinnati Picker and maybe 
I'll go meet up with you. I don't know. Yeah, that, you know, hey, if you're in the area, I might accommodate. <laughs> you know, I'll take a couple of hours no, off. But afterwards, after the 127, I'm heading up to, to Ohio to hang out with Ken. And we'll probably yes. be recording at least one episode in his neck of the woods of this podcast. Yes. And I'm probably going to have to, we're probably going to have to record one while I'm on the road, probably yeah. in Kansas City or Nashville. Oh, sweet. So I'll have road to trip. Get, some, get some good Wi-Fi to be able to record that one. Well, I should show up to the 127 to give Kevin Commonwealth Flipper yeah. his commission check. He's, he's, uh, you know what? I should have asked him, does he take LPs? Does he take a record Ooh. as commission pay? Maybe that's what we'll. Let me know, Kevin. Does that work as commission pay? We'll find out if he sticks around to the end of these videos. Will that work as commission pay right there, Kevin? Let me know. The White Lion album. album. Kevin's looking for commission on on Fleet Frank. Um, I mean, how many sales do we have? Zero. uh, This is the only one that's made, actually. The the crafting team is slacking. I have to get uh, Grandma on that. (laughs) Yeah, I picked up some good albums uh, at a sale. Last week, those right you there. You listed are, a couple of those already, too, didn't you? Kiss ones, all of those right there. I bought a whole tub. I think there were like 31 albums, paid like 20 bucks, so I got less than a buck a piece. And all three of those are, or all four of those are anywhere from 30 to 60 bucks a piece. Wow. So, and so I was going through the records I bought the other day, and there's a Tesla one that's worth right around 100 I was like, holy smoke. Oh, yeah, sweet. I always liked Tesla. That was my yeah. era of oh, music. Wonder. I got this one. I haven't even looked this one up. This one right here. Oh, yeah. It's a good album right there. Sweet. But I'm going to be working on those probably after, because my son's going to ship for me while I'm gone. I don't want to list all those LPs and have him try to ship those. So yeah. I'm going to wait till I get back 127 to start listing. Well, next week we will we will put a final pin in that uh yeah, we'll my talk decision. About why you're, we'll, we'll talk about why you decided not to come. And that's more fine. about the 127 sales. More about we'll be talking about the draft by that point. Yeah, for sure. More, yeah. I think. I forget my days. Run. Well, we'll be we'll still be leading up to the draft at that yep. point on Nashville Flippers. But speaking of that, wait, their show. I'm gonna gonna advertise their show because it'll be over by the time this comes out. But if yeah. you want to see the greatest live podcast show ever that was two weeks ago i was on there yeah but yes. there's another one coming up <laughs> there was one last night check out nashville flippers uh when ken ssk promo mr bill wr hart santa el luchadork is the special guest that's just one person with multiple personalities but uh check that one out and be sure to check into the reseller clickbait podcast next week so let me ask you something yes before we leave Yes. Do you only put that much, that many names as your name because that's all that will? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so should we add, should we make like one of these right here with your names that scroll across the bottom? <laughs> and that way we can get a, this is just one a generic one that I had there just to test it. Should I make one of those for it your name for, for all, all of my names? names. I did have somebody in the or. In a, or another live chat or something asking why I didn't, why El Luchadork wasn't included in that. And it's actually because there's not enough characters. All right. I'll work on that. We'll have it on the podcast. I think that's it for today. Uh, you were getting ready to close it out. Go ahead and close I did. it out of this show. And I had a I had a beautiful segue, a nice ending right there. And I then know, but I, you went with it. 
I, okay. Yeah, I Reseller Clickbait Podcast.